0: Why doesn't he let you do what you want? Yeah, I mean, Tell him off. Couldn't get any worse. Oh, that's rich. Like you guys tell your parents off? Mr. Future Lawyer and Mr. Future Banker? Okay, so I don't like it any more than you do. Well, just don't tell me how to talk to my father. You guys are the same way. All right, all right.
1: And have you had problems with your parents? Maybe when you were growing up you had an overcontrolling father or a mom. It could be your mom who's the guilty partner and you just wanted to speak up. There was so much you wanted to say, but you didn't know how to say it. It would come out rough, and then you'd feel even more guilty, or you would just stuff it and feel like you were going to explode, and you may now find it hard to speak up. You don't want to carry those uh, damaging moments through your whole life. You want to be able to process them and figure out as, learn assertiveness skills and figure out how to communicate in a way that doesn't keep you bottled up and doesn't make you into an aggressive person. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and that drop was from Dead Poets Society. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any problems you're having. And even though it's not therapy, it's an opportunity to run something by me and maybe get some tips that send your thoughts in a different direction, or maybe confirm what you are already are thinking. And right now, I want to welcome Kevin to the phone. Kevin, you're dealing with an intimacy problem?
0: Well, yes.
1: Yeah, tell me what's going on.
0: Well, I I have problems with as far as, um, I mean, I guess my wife thinks that I want to be with her when I, I really do. Yeah. And things just don't happen.
1: Okay, when you guys are together. Okay, what evidence does she give you apart from the physical evidence that where she thinks that you don't want to be with her? Is this? Well, I
0: I, I think it's more me. It it just, you know, it'll start out like things are going to happen fine, and then it doesn't happen.
1: Okay, so partly it's you allowing yourself to think what's going through my mind and if she's feeling like oh my gosh he must not like me because he doesn't feel turned on by me or or he doesn't feel emotionally connected with me enough to want intimacy with me then you know that that's going to make you feel how well I, I i i don't
0: know it makes me feel nervous and, yeah. and it, everything goes south
1: Right, that's exactly right. So if it's what's called performance anxiety, meaning, oh my God, I need to perform, y- if you put pressure on yourself, is that a sexy thought? No,
0: it's not. It's no. <laughs> and
1: so when we have those interrupting thoughts, which guess how many people have? Guess how common it is? I, I don't know. Extremely common. I know. And everybody who has it hates it. That's why it's called uh, performance anxiety. You know, people hate public speaking. And guess what? In intimacy, it's not so much public speaking. But if you're sitting there as a judge and jury of yourself and you're being a critical uh, person, you're criticizing yourself. Oh my God! What if I don't? What if? What will she think? What will my future be? Will she want to stay with me? You know those type of thoughts. Am I the type of man she wants? Do I have enough hair? And you know I could get more graphic, but I won't. <laughs> uh, but uh, when any of us have those thoughts, and it's women too. Oh my gosh! Maybe I'm not big enough, or maybe I'm not the t- I'm not blonde enough, or not what he's looking. Maybe I'm not sexy enough, or I don't make enough noise, and you know all of that is cancer to romance to intimacy. Genu- when you first met, were you attracted to one another?
0: Well, yeah, just um, I, I just there's certain times I just I mean I I mean I guess that she wants to and I don't want to and and oh. it doesn't happen
1: oh. Are there times that you want to eat pizza and she doesn't want to? Yeah. Or you want ice cream and she's not in the mood? Okay. Sex is no different. Intimacy is no different. There are times that I can catch my husband, and he just isn't in the mood. He's in the middle of a computer program, and see if you could interrupt him, then I can't. And there are times when I am just doing my billing or I'm doing something, and, man, it just isn't the right setting, the right timing, or the right mood. When you can be at home with one another and feel secure that the emotional intimacy is there... That you value each other, and you can give yourself a little yourselves, both of you, more flexibility. In it's okay not to be in the mood. It's okay, but you want to give each other. If my husband said, "Ellen, I'm not in the mood," over and over again, <laughs> then what am I going to think? <laughs> yeah, I know that. He's just, that it might be me, or maybe there's a secretary at work, or maybe there's, I don't know, a woman at the donut shop. You know, I'm going to step. My mind's going to start to wander because why wouldn't he be attracted to me? And uh, of course, if I let myself get real dumpy and smelly and the rest, he's not going to be attracted. But that's obvious. Uh, but if if, um, if you guys can get comfortable. With just being open about the fact that that you love each other, and you can show that in many different ways, and that it's okay not to be in the mood.
0: Well, I mean, I I guess the problem is is that sometimes the, I'm I want to be in the mood, but I'm not in the mood. I guess so, I mean whatever.
1: Okay, whatever so you're reason. mixed. Part of you is in the mood, and part isn't.
0: I I, I guess I mean it's like I want to do it.
1: Okay, how old are you, Kevin? Forty two. Forty two. Okay, guess what starts to happen? I don't know. Okay. Um it Viagra and Cialis, it it's hard for any of us to keep that arousal. How long have you been married? Ballpark okay so in longer term marriages it's hard because the sameness sets in it's the same way same position same time or you know it's hard to keep it vibrant for for couples that's one problem another problem is just physiology and age our bodies don't respond as if we're a teenager my guess is when you were a teenager you responded a tad differently yeah. Okay. So partly it's just welcoming the aging process and using some aids if uh, if you're comfortable with that. You know there's Cialis and Viagra and you know there are things that can help with that. So that. Go ahead.
0: I guess my problem with that would be is, is is I really don't feel comfortable telling my doctor that hey, I I would like to have this and I'd like to have that. Okay. And I don't know that I need it.
1: Okay, it's not going to get better, my guess is. <laughs> You're not going to turn into a teenager again. But you can play around with that. Sometimes thoughts can override things. So partly, um I, every doctor has seen every part of every body, <laughs> of, of many bodies. So certainly doctors, most doctors, I would think all of them, are comfortable with you asking about Viagra, Cialis, and... um You know, we're in that age range, and I'm very happy about it, and I can talk about it on air, (laughs) so uh, I don't care. (laughs) You know, it's a fact of nature, and it's not something to be ashamed of, and if it would help, you can, you know, run it as an experiment. Of course, I can't prescribe or anything, but it's something certainly to share with your doctor, and... Uh, just say this is an uncomfortable topic and he, yeah. you can ask him to ask you the question. <laughs> he would know what you're talking about. Um, you can also, I wrote a, a book with my co- a co-author, Dr. Ed Locke, and it's got kind of a catchy title meaning (laughs) my parents uh, won't feel comfortable with it. It's called The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And by selfish, we don't mean the mean, rotten way to romance. We mean the self-esteem, self-nurturing, self-valuing way to romance for both you and your wife. And we talk about long term longer term relationships how to maintain and keep the intimacy going over a longer period of you know over a lifetime and that takes thinking that takes effort that takes knowledge that takes dealing with the physiology that takes dealing with any performance anxiety lightening it up a bit um finding something that you can play with uh Even some toys, if you know what I'm talking about, you might enjoy or she might enjoy. Um, You can try some new things. Uh, I don't know if you play around with any fantasies. I don't mean acting them out in real life. But, you know, there could be some fun that you could introduce or reintroduce back in that... Uh, would make it a little spicier but don't put the pressure on yourself either so I recommend our book we deal with a lot of the issues It's you can go to Amazon and just go to Dr. Ellen Kenner or, or Ed Locke, or Selfish Romance listen, thank you so much for your call so you want to be starting
0: something.